Hey, welcome to the Doc Washburn podcast. I'm Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. I'm thankful that you joined us. And the question for today is, uh, what has the GOP actually done? What is the difference between the GOP and the DNC? Uh, three letters, GOP, DNC, nothing, none of those are alike. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I think that's probably the difference. It's uh, three letters, no more, no less. Uh, in today's podcast, we're going to talk about the uniparty. We're going to talk about uh, the uniparty of the uh, DNC and the GOP, which are working together, no doubt about it. Doc is on vacation. Uh, he'll be gone and be back on Thursday. I told you that I thought he would be back on the air probably Wednesday or Thursday. Talked to him this afternoon. And he's going to be back on the air on Thursday. I told him just, man, take it easy, uh, spend an extra day, and uh, we'll, we'll be all right. You guys are super good to standing uh, with me here and and uh, be be quite the trooper so we're gonna we're gonna go through this listen i'm not gonna tell you anything today that you don't already know about the uniparty i just think it's becoming more and more obvious uh and what what is different is um we're we're not and i'm trying to think of the there there is the more modern charlie brown uh, for some of us, I'm 61. For some of us that are in our 50s and 60s, it would be Charlie Brown. But there's a more recent uh, cultural icon that constantly gets disappointed. And uh, and maybe I'll think about who that is here in a moment. And, and some one of you younger guys can maybe uh, help me out with that. But um, bottom line is... I, I I look at the voter, uh, uh, Terry. Good to see you join us tonight. I look at the voter as a uh, as Charlie Brown. I see the GOP as Lucy, and uh, how she's always pulling the the football away from Charlie Brown, and he thinks, "Oh, this is it. This is going to be the one," you know, and it it never is. Um, and so I think one thing that has happened that is that is quite positive uh, is that we don't expect anything from them any longer. <clears throat> that can be both bad and good, and they are so good. Uh, well, let me back up. I, I think they think they are so good and so smooth at positioning. I, did you see Ted Cruz at some <clears throat> some event? And he's you know he uses some profanity. I don't remember what it was, and it wasn't terrible, but you know, it wasn't something that sending you as senator uh, needs to say. But it was basically, you know, it was a it was a slam on the the, the pronouns, which drives me nuts too. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> I was talking to a friend the other day, <clears throat> and uh, actually, I'm part of a neighborhood. Uh, Watch, and it's not not like it sounds. Not a bunch of old folks sitting around drinking coffee and, uh, you know, asking about the 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 late model Dodge driving through their neighborhood. No, this is a digital thing where people say, "Hey, uh, look out for this or that." And and I look at it occasionally. And anyone, anyway, someone on there uh, was talking about uh, how that uh, they. Uh, they had uh, an incident happen, and 
they were, you know, kind of warning everybody about it. So everybody was kind of on to what was uh, happening and uh, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be uh, fooled. And, and I, I, I think of uh, us as the voters as kind of like we formed, you know, the Tea Party and and uh, America First and all these. We've kind of formed these, if you will, neighborhood watches. And so now when <clears throat> the gender, you know, the rather the <clears throat> GOP uh, comes out with some tough talk or whatever, say, look, you know, it's just bluster, bloviating. Uh, but what I was going to tell you was uh, somebody talked about going to a doctor, and the first question the doctor asked this patient was, what pronouns do you want? And, and the, the patient was like, what? What pronouns do I want? What do you think I want? You just I just undressed in front of you, and you saw who I am. But really? <clears throat> you you want to ask me about pronouns? <clears throat> and uh, it kind of reminds me of the GOP a little bit because here's uh, Ted Cruz, and he's saying, you know, you want to know what my pronouns are? You know, blah, blah, blah is my pronouns. And, you know, kiss my grits uh, <clears throat> kind of thing. That's my pronouns. <clears throat> and and that would be really, uh, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's cool. It's, it's to me, it's crass. Um, and, and yeah, I got to laugh. I think it was a younger crowd. So yeah, I got to laugh. But to me, that's just cheap. And and the thing is, save the energy and actually do something when you're in the Senate. Uh, but these guys are they are such pros. At, I mean, they're cons. I mean, Lindsey Graham is probably the greatest con man that has ever lived. Uh, Doc does a great Lindsey Graham. Sean, Sean, we're going to get to the bottom of this, Sean. Uh, I, I can't do it justice, but <clears throat> so, you know, and they're always going to get to the bottom of something. They're always going to, and, and let's, 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 let's give him, let's give him a Grammy, uh, or an Emmy, whatever, whatever it is. But, uh, at Kavanaugh's hearing, uh, his, his speech there, uh, in front of the committee, the judicial committee, talking about Lindsey Graham, uh, defending Kavanaugh was world class. Uh, here's the problem. He didn't mean two thirds of it. Uh, I think he knew Kavanaugh was going to get elected anyway. But you let Kavanaugh try to rule on an immigration bill and watch uh, or something else that affects his donors and the ones filling up his coffers, not his campaign coffers, either his personal ones. Um, and watch how Lindsey Graham defends him. It, it is so disingenuous that it's, 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 it's pathetic. It's not even a, a good word for it. We actually have a t-shirt that we're <clears throat> going to unveil here. Um, I, I talked to the designer today. I didn't even talk to Doc about this, but if he didn't like it, we'll just, you know, we'll do it as a side project, but I, I know he will. And it's the Ukrainian flag. And if you'll go on our, uh, go on our Facebook page, you'll see it. It's just a, it, that's a real crude mock-up. Uh, and so we're going to have something that looks a lot, lot more professional. But basically it's the Ukraine flag, excuse me. <coughs> it's a Ukrainian flag with right in the middle between the yellow and the blue. It says Uniparty. So this is the new official, 
and, and how it started with me was I was like, you know, finally, I mean, they're always unified on stuff, but boy, they really come out unified on this, uh, talking about Republicans and geo, uh, and, and Democrats, uh, over, uh, Ukraine. And, and so I said, man, you know, it'd be fitting since they're so unified over Ukraine and, and half of it's blue and half of it's yellow that we make it the uniparty official flag. And so the Dot Washington show is going to come up. We got a really cool t-shirt. We got a really cool hat, uh, that you're going to like. It's the uniparty official flag. And the blue says, uh, godless Democrats and the yellow says gutless Republicans or gutless GOP. And so, that sums it up, uh, game, set, and match, that uh, th- that's what we have. Um, I was doing some research today, and uh, I, I wanted to ask you a question, and, and I would love to get your input. Uh, if you jumped on here, if you shoot me an email at copeland.donnie at gmail.com, uh, or you can just drop in the show notes. Uh, <coughs> excuse me if you're on the app. I apologize for the cough. Been a little bit under the weather the last few uh, days, and so um, trying to get through this. But uh, this is episode two zero two two uh, two hundred two, and uh, we're going to uh, we're going to explore the uniparty today. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you something I think is very significant. I think it is um, huge uh, in. Um, and it's something that you won't think about because it's it's like a lot of things in life. It's like how, you know, life just kind of passes you by. You know, you look up and you're 40 and then you look up and you're 50. And, you know, when you were 10, you go, man, I'll never be grown. Then all of a sudden you're out of high school. Um, and, and so it is, I think, in in politics, we can... We can kind of, we grew up with Ronald Reagan and then for some, you know, the older ones of us here, um, and Tip O'Neill on the other side of the aisle. And then, you know, you got Gingrich and you, you keep moving forward and you got Boehner and you got, you know, the Bushes and you're kind of doing that thing and you look up and it's like, you know, we've already been, uh, through Trump and then, uh, we got Biden, uh, inserted in Trump's second term, uh, pretending to be president. Uh, and you think, wow, you know, where, where did the time go? And there's a, there's a fascinating question that I want to explore and, uh, I, I want you to look at here, uh, to, today. And, and I, I, and when I ask you the question, uh, is, I think it's going, it, it'll blow your mind, but also it'll make you really, really, uh, angry. Uh, when I, when I ask you the question, I'm going to ask you because it's so clarifying. Um, you know, the, I, I ask this, uh, as a pastor, I ask this a lot of times because a church, if you think about a church, a church's job is not to meet. A church's job is not to get together. And, and, you know, if you think about, uh, a service or, or a message or a sermon, uh, liken that to spiritual food. Now that shouldn't be the main way you get your food. The main way you should get your spiritual food is your daily one-on-one, you and God and His Word. Uh, but, you know, two or three times a week or whatever, uh, we come together and all of us together and we, we liken that to spiritual food. Uh, but, but the real work of, of God's body is to influence people to His kingdom. 
And and uh, I heard someone say this one time, said, you know, if if the church was a tire factory and, and you had this tire factory where there was, you know, smoke coming out, billowing out the stacks and there's cars everywhere in the parking lot. Uh, and the manager comes by, you know, uh, month one and says, okay, you know, how many tires have y'all made here at the tire factory? And you go, oh, you know, well, we got smoke coming out of the stack and we got plenty of cars and man, we're, we're really serious about this. Well, you know, where's your, where's your, where's your tires? Uh, oh, we hadn't, you know, we hadn't actually made any tires, uh, in, in quite a while. Well, uh, that, that, that would be a problem, you know, uh. So he comes by the next month, and, and again, there's no tires. Uh, it's like, well, that's uh, you know that 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 could be a that could be a problem. There's there's no tires, uh, and and then month three and month four and month five, and so there's no product productivity. If you're a salesman, you got to produce. Um, you know, if you're if you're a factory worker and you're you're making widgets, you, you got to produce widgets. Uh, that's just that's part of the that's part of the deal, and uh, and yet uh, you know uh, churches uh, can can get together and 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 nothing happens. We we talk a good game, but nothing n- nothing happens whatsoever. Uh, and so it is with government, you know. Uh, and then there's no one any better than talking than Republican Party. I mean, they are. They are the masters. They are the masters at talking. They are the masters at at pretending. They are the masters at you know, um, man. Every every uh, campaign, what they're going to do and who they're going to take care of. Uh, so here's the question. And when we come back, I, I want you to answer this question with me. I, I want you to a- answer. Uh, this right here, which I think is so phenomenally uh, clarifying, and that is, what what is the last piece of legislation that was monumental that the Republican Party passed? What was the last piece of legislation uh, that the that the Republican Party passed? As a nation, what's the last piece that just, you know, was, was rocked everybody's world? Then the second question is this. What's the last piece of major legislation that the Democrats wanted to pass and, and had the numbers to pass it, but somehow, some way, the, the, the Republicans stopped them? Now, I think we could find a few of that latter question, um, but we'll talk about it when we get right back. You try to buy a car recently, realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually bought vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including... Your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. Don't worry, Red River experts are still 
here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button that says Explore Payment Options on it. Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions and then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences, and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, RedRiverYourWay.com. You will be glad you did. Let me once again express how thankful we are to our advertisers. I want to mention a couple of them to you. They make it possible for us to do what we do. Like my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton in Benton. Now, Justin's a former insurance adjuster who left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations. And he has sure helped me out with the three automobile accidents I've been in since 2019. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and the 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will take your case to trial if need be. So whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's team aims to bring justice to clients who have been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton makes sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. Whether you're in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, if you're in Arkansas, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195. Or visit JustinMintonLaw.com today. This is the Doc Washburn Show. Donnie Copeland sitting in for Doc Washburn. So thankful that you joined us uh, this evening uh, on the live portion. And, of course, this podcast will be available on all the plat- uh, platforms, uh, streaming platforms, immediately after we finish here tonight. Uh, we're talking about the unit party. We're talking about the Re- Republicans and the Democrats. Now, some people can say, well, you know, no, the Republicans have, I mean, you look at abortion. Okay, here's the question for you. Um, what, what has the legislature, what has the <clears throat> Senate or the House done relative to abortion? Yeah, I'm waiting. It wasn't, it wasn't the House. That was actually the Supreme Court undoing something they should have never done to begin with. The, the, if there's anything, the Republican Party should have censored and impeached the Supreme Court justices when they passed that law. <clears throat> and so the inaction, not the action of the Republican Party brought us this great victory. See, we're, we're celebrating victories that, uh, if for battles we should have never fought. Can you imagine having a, a, a general that drags you into a battle that you should, you had no business fighting, you had the strength, you had everything. All you had to do is say no, uh, brush them off and say go away, but you lost 60 million men in fighting a battle you didn't have to fight. And so after the battle is over, we're supposed to celebrate. No, thank you. You should have, you should, you should have, uh, impeached, you should have censored those Supreme Court, court justices and remove them from the bench. 
Oh, but that's uncivil. That's that's unprecedented. They may do that to us. Well, they'll do it to you anyway if they get a half a chance. I mean, for crying out loud, they're trying to kill congressmen and trying to kill <clears throat> Supreme Court justices. Literally. And and not to men, mention House members. Remember the, the gunman on the baseball field? Th- that's the thing about Republicans. Republicans will be shot at by crazy Democrats on a baseball field and uh, and wouldn't dare remove a Supreme Court justice. And, and so we put up with 60 million children dying because of the gutless GOP. So that's pretty simplistic. Yeah, it is. But you have another idea? Well, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't now. You're right. You're absolutely right. It doesn't. It should. Do me a favor. Go back and read the founders. Go back even after the founders to some of the the, the men uh, post-founders. See how little they put up with. See how they didn't allow this stuff to just happen. But for... 50 years we pontificated and we beat the uh, podium. All you had to do when, when you had power, the first time you had power under what Eisenhower or under, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to go back, I, I go way back, uh, well, probably after Eisenhower, uh, probably, probably around Eisenhower, something like that, a l- little, little further out, maybe Reagan, uh, when you, when you got, rule is you censor and remove Supreme Court justices if they don't remove this hideous thing called Roe v. Wade, which is a total joke. You know what we're supposed to do in 2022 is celebrate. Celebrate something that should have never happened. It was never a law. It was never passed as a law. But it was imposed upon people through a Supreme Court that was illegitimate. There's just no fight. There's no fight. Uh, and so you can say, you know, you say, well, the Republican Party is, is pro-life. Well, they say they are. Well, I mean, that, that's pretty extreme. If you were to remove Supreme Court justices, that's pretty uh, extreme. Is that is that more extreme than millions of children being murdered? See, it's, it's, it, the bottom line is we either believe this stuff or we don't. And I know that can seem really, uh, you know, really, uh, what's the word? Um, it can seem really, uh, extreme, but it's, it's the reality. Um, and then what, what is the alternative? Well, we, we, we've been getting the alternative and that's talk, talk, talk. With, with nothing happening, with no, nothing whatsoever taking place. That, that's what we've been getting. That's what we've been getting for as long as I've been alive. That's what we've been getting. That's all we ever get. Uh, that's, that's all that ever happens. That's all we ever hear. Uh, that's the only thing that ever happens is talk. Um, see, so I, I think, uh, Celebrating things that should have happened 
is is called conditioning. I I think it's the same thing as accepting the premise of a question. It's you know premise of the question like um, you know well what kind of uh, what kind of uh, guns do you think people should be allowed to have? Wrong question. R- wrong question. I, I reject the premise of the question. What 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 guns should the government allow? Government doesn't allow me to have a gun. That's an inalienable right. It has nothing to do with the government. Go play in the traffic, government. See, by by, by rejecting the premise of that question. Look, we're, we're seeing this un, uh, roll out right here in Arkansas. Arkansas had uh, some of their county, uh, <clears throat> at some of their county committees, they had like 90 to 100 brand new delegates, which is a huge influx. Uh, relatively speaking, I think they had about four or five hundred delegates at their annual meeting. So if you got a hundred new ones, uh, that's what, that's a, you, you had four hundred and you got a uh, hundred new ones. <coughs> well, that's 25% increase. That's pretty good growth. Excuse my cough. I was trying to hit the button, didn't hit it. So you had this 25% influx, but the only problem with the 25% influx was they were all Trumpers. And, uh, so you know what the Mossbacks did? You know what the, they, they rejected them. They found a way to, to not seat them. So you know what you basically, you said, you said we got a hundred people that want to add, uh, to volunteer, to give, to, uh, work for the, uh, for the Republican Party, uh, but no, we don't want you because you're too conservative. Because you actually stand for the things and you'll vote for the things that uh, our platform says we are and what our candidates say. Yeah, I'm telling you, it, it's not. Uh, and Arkansas is one of the worst. I would say Tennessee's right up there with them. Tennessee may have passed us up and actually be more conservative, but Arkansas is one of the worst states. And I found that out when I joined the legislature. I've, I've, uh, I've told you the story, but when I, I ran against a, a sitting uh, or incumbent Democrat House of Representative member, and uh, I didn't get one uh, dime from sitting house members. So a lot of them didn't have a primary and could have given me $250, and never batted an eye. But uh, I didn't get any money from any of them. Uh, but I upset her and I beat her. And guess what? The next day they have a fundraiser for me. It's after it's over. I don't need the money now. I took it and paid my uh, volunteers, gave them all bonuses for all their free work. You bet I took it. But as soon as I got there, I realized, man, this is not what I thought. That's when I was, that's when I fully realized the uniparty effect. This is not about Republicans versus Democrats. This is against conservatives and the uniparty. Uh, and they were, they were after the same thing, but I've told you those stories. So I don't want to, I don't want to wear you out with that. What I want to talk about tonight, in fact, I want to go to, I want to show you this in the news. Listen, uh, make no mistake about it. Marjorie Green Taylor is as hated by the Republicans as she is the Democrats. That's right. You know that. She, she is as hated by Republicans, uh, as she is Democrats. Um, uh, because 
Why? Because she stands for uh, conservative principles. <laughs> Bill Crystal. Bill Crystal Bill Crystal's trying to get Democrats to recruit John Legend. Uh you can't make this stuff up. This guy used to used to write articles. I, I don't know if he still does, I haven't read anything from him in ten years. Uh but he used to write articles, had a magazine. And he was like a you know, a, he was a George Will wannabe. Uh <laughs> Yeah, man, it's you, you. You literally cannot make this stuff up. Uh, yeah, Ted Cruz. You know, I, I wonder if Ted Cruz knows he's not fooling anybody, and ma- maybe he is. But but I wonder if he knows. Like when he gets up there and goes, uh, "You, you want to know my pronouns? My pronouns are kiss my grits." Well, okay. That, that's cool. You're, you know, you, it's like a dad, you know, he's got teenage boys and he's in there in the game room with them in the basement, uh, you know, trying to tell jokes and at like he's 17 when he's 45, you know, you need to go back upstairs. And, and that's kind of where I feel about, uh, Ted Cruz. Um, because, that they're not going to do anything. They're, they're not going to do anything. I, I'm not, you know, used to, I'd be waiting with bated breath, you know, the night of the midterms. Oh man, are we going to, why? Why? Have you thought about it for a moment? When's the last legislation? I'm not talking about something the Supreme Court decided. I'm talking about legislation that the GOP passed. I, I think the last meaningful legislation, oh, there was a huge tax, uh, uh, a tax in, uh, decrease, uh, back here some time ago. Uh, but again, I'm not celebrating that. I'm not celebrating that when, uh, I'm paying a third of my income, at least 30 to 40% of my income in taxes. That's not counting gasoline. That's not counting all the ancillary taxes. That's just on my pay stub. A third of my income goes to taxes. I'm not celebrating the tax decrease. I'm not celebrating you giving me. It's like you come to my house stealing my stereo. Uh, if I had a stereo, still, stealing my iPad, stealing my iPhone, stealing the microphone for my podcast, stealing a lot of my books. And you bring a few of my books back. You keep my iPad, my microphone and my iPhone and you bring a few of my books back and lay them, set them on my porch with an apology letter. I'm supposed to celebrate that. You, You took all my valuables. You took a third of everything I own, not counting gasoline. I, excuse me, easily you take 50% of my, this is federal, not even the state. 50% 50% of my income goes to taxes and you gave me a, a penance back and I'm supposed to celebrate. See the, see the game. I'm not celebrating that. And I'm not a negative person. I'm not a Debbie Downer or Donnie Downer. I'm, I'm not a, uh, you know, 
the glass is half empty type, type of guy. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not accepting the premise of the question, and I'm not celebrating something that you brought back that you stole to begin with. You're just not doing it. So, uh, are you still thinking about it? What was the last piece of legislation? You know what I think the last piece of legislation was that I remember that that was really significant was the contract with America with Newt Gingrich. What was that, 40 years ago? Let's look it up. I, I really think, I, I, I cannot think. Now, President Trump did some pretty uh, awesome things, but he didn't, it wasn't legislature. President Trump did more in four but President Trump did more in four or five months or weeks than GOP uh, body politic has done in my lifetime. N no doubt about it. Uh, Reagan, two Bushes, uh, well, Reagan, two Bush terms, a, a, a senior Bush term, two Clinton terms, and two Obama terms, eight terms of presidents promised at least. I just started with Reagan. I guarantee you could go back. I don't know when the when the uh, embassy was moved from Jerusalem or if it was ever in Jerusalem. <clears throat> I think it was at one time. So I know of 32 years of promises. And Trump and what? 90 days puts it back there. That's why they hate him. They, they can't play their game. They can't play their shell game. He, he's the guy that comes in and says, Hey man, you guys have, you know, the cards are marked and everybody hates him for it. You know why he knows the cards are marked? Because he used to play with them. He used to donate to them. He used to be in their back rooms. He knows all their secrets. That's why they hate him. Looking for the New Deal. When the New Deal uh, with America? Not New Deal. Contract with America. God forbid. All right. Uh, contract with America. Uh, I, I really do. I think that was the last significant legislation that's been passed. Uh, contract with America. Probably somebody could have. 1994. Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety freaking four. So what is that? Forty forty eight years? Or thirty eight years? Uh, <laughs> uh I don't think it was actually passed then. Uh we did the ninety four Let's see where it actually took place. Well, let's see. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, 40 years ago. Way too long, right? <laughs> oh, shoot. And you've been listening to these... Con artist, John Boehner. I've watched John Boehner. I went to a barbecue joint where John Boehner was here in Little Rock, and he was—I forgot who was running for president. And he was trying to help him. Maybe it may have been Huckabee. I don't know. And uh, 
That guy just, I mean, he reeked of a used car salesman. They are, I mean, they are, it is an insult to used car salesmen. And I don't mean Red River your way because they're, they're an exception, but they're plus they're new and used cars. But I mean, they have so much more integrity. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you would, I don't know. Uh, I would hate to mention any industry because there's no industry. It, it's just, and here's the thing. They know they're not going to do anything. It's not like they really are trying. They really want to do something. They really are just oh so bad, want to help, and just can't make it happen. We're trying so bad. It's not that. They they were never going to do anything. They were never going to do anything. And I mean, you, you think it ever gets like old where you know uh, they look at each other. Ted looks at uh, whomever, uh, and he goes, man. You know, we we had to go out here again, and 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 Sean, I tell you, Sean, we're going, we're impounding the table, going, you know, U.S. What is it? Meet the press and go on Fox News, Fox and Friends, and and it's like, it, it, it's you know, it's it's unbelievable, it's unbelievable, and and there could be some, I'm sure, hopefully. There's there's some legislation that was passed in the last 40 years. That's literally that's that's the last thing I remember was 40 years ago that they passed. 40 was it 44? No, we got married. No, and I was 34 because we got married in 79. It's gonna be 24, 24 years, right? 28 years. 94 to 2000, yeah, 94 to 2004 would be 10 years. 20 years would be 14. So it'd be, uh, what, 28 years. Uh, okay, so it's only three decades. It's so much better. Uh, I, I, you know, so you get that in uh, 24 years ago, 28 years ago. So what, what before that? I, I think you probably could put their major accomplishments. I, I would be fascinated. What, what is it? Five in, in the history of the legislature in the modern era? Five bills that they passed that actually, or have they ever? I don't know. I don't even know what the contract of America, I don't know what actually well, they actually, I know they passed a contract to, you know, to do something. I don't know actually what they actually did. So I'm, I'm sitting here citing something that may not have actually even very well materialized. Here's what I do know. I know that Trump did more in, like I said, 90 days than, than they've done in forever. I'm just, I'm over them, man. I'm over them. Uh, and I hadn't always been this way. I've I, I told you, I was on the executive committee of the Republican Party. But, hey, I remember the story. They were uh, going to raise the uh, filing fees for candidates. I mean, they were going to raise it substantially. And uh, I want to say, like, to be to to run for uh, 
to run for like the state legislature, maybe it was like 1500 bucks, you know, something like that. And they were going to raise it to like, what is it now? 35, 75, I think $7,500. Uh, so it was going to raise it to like $7,500. And, uh, I think, I think I was the only one and out of 15 people I was the only one to vote against it. Cause I knew what it was about. It was about doctrine where, you know, a guy out there working a regular job, he can't afford 7,000 bucks. He's, he's gotta, he's gotta start running before he can raise 7,500, but he's gotta get filed and say, Hey, I'm running to get the 7,500. So it's kind of the, you know, egg or the chicken type of thing. They know that. And I'm telling you, the books are cooked. It's stacked against us. So, so when Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and, uh, Thomas Massey come along, and then you start doubting, well, are they, are they even genuine? And what can they do? And they've got to feel so frustrated because you're, you're like enigmas. You're like, uh, you know, I'm telling you, I, I, I would get to it. I'm not, don't, don't feel sorry for me because I mean, people all, everybody there, Republicans, Democrats are always super nice, very kind, very respectful to me. Never had any problem with that, but you just knew, you know, you weren't, you weren't a part of the cool kids club. You, you weren't going to ever get invited to, you know, the, 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 the stuff that they all went to, which I could care less. I, I, you know, I did my deal. I went to my committee assignments. I went to <coughs> the general session. I went back to work. So I, you know, I, I had no intention of wanting to be a full-time legislator. Um, but it was pretty clear that I was, you know, and I wasn't the only one. So I don't, I don't want it to come across that way. But, but the bottom line is, um, so what are we going to do about it? We, we can sit here and complain about it all we want. So what are we going to do about it? Uh, when we come back, I, I want to, I want to close out with that because you know this, uh, you know this as well as I do. Uh, but, uh, when, you know, there's one thing that I do is I'm never going to leave you with a problem without a solution. I just, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And so when we come back, I want to talk about some solutions. We'll do that for the last 20 minutes or so. Be right back. All right, let me ask you this. Does your financial advisor take the time to listen and get to know you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situations change? When you work with Jonathan Presswood, he focuses on what's important to you. He uses an established process to help you achieve your unique goals, whether that's preparing for retirement, making your money last in retirement, planning your estate or inheritance, preparing for the unexpected, or anything else. Jonathan Presswood can help. Now, what should you do if you leave a job and have a 401k or other retirement plan? Or if you're getting close to retirement or already in retirement? Call my friend Jonathan Presswood today. He'll help you create a personalized Financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And he'll partner together with you to help your strategy stay on track no matter what life throws at you. 
Listen, we can all dream of having a perfect retirement, but how many of us will actually experience it? No matter where you are today, Jonathan Presswood is offering a free retirement analysis to figure out where you'd like to be and what it will take to get you there, and there's no obligation. Contact Jonathan Presswood, a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments, today at 501-303-4844. Again, that's 501-303-4844. Don't wait. Call Jonathan Presswood today at 501-303-4844. Now, if you're like me, you can't remember phone numbers, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com. Just click on the link to Jonathan Presswood at Edward Jones. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Hey, I'd like to help you with some health issues. You have migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, acid reflux, eczema, problems with your blood sugar, maybe even hay fever. Okay, let's do a little test. Look in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Look at a picture of yourself. Are you tilting your head to the left or the right instead of sitting up or standing up straight? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I got rid of my migraines, neck pain, and hay fever. Let me explain to you how it works because it's the best kept secret in American healthcare. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for your atlas to get out of alignment. If it does, your whole spinal column can get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, reproductive system, circulatory system, even digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines, neck pain, back pain, acid reflux, eczema, vertigo, problems with your blood sugar. Do yourself a favor. If you're in Arkansas, call my friends at the Arkansas Upper Cervical Center 501-279-2009 for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted, because you probably do. You're outside Central Arkansas. Go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on Find a Doctor Near You. And I sure hope you can. All right. Um, We're talking about the Uniparty, Democrats and Republicans, I call them the godless Democrats and the gutless Republicans who created the Uniparty. And uh, I've created the Ukraine flag with the blue uh, being representative of the Democrats and the yellow representing the gutless, cowardly Republicans. Um, uh, And so we know the problem. So what is the solution? Uh, What is... The solution, um, you know, one, I think we we have to acknowledge there is uh, an issue Two, I, I think um, it, it starts and you say, oh, well, you know, that's that's two years. Well, the good part about this is the founders and I love the, this part of what the founders did. The founders uh, didn't wait for six or eight years. For us to be able to have to uh, unseat a Republican, but it's actually two years. So you could actually start uh, right after a guy was elected and it would be on you before you know it to to unseat him. Um, 
and and that's much much harder uh, than than it could seem. It's it's not an easy task by any stretch, but uh, it can be done. But I think another and, and something that I have I broached the subject here before, and uh, I don't know that there is a, a remedy in the house other than you have every two years. And this is the genius of the of the founders that every two years you can take a shot at a guy that is not or a lady that's not doing their job and not representing you as the voter. So you get a shot every two years at them. You don't have to wait four or six years like in the Senate. And then the, on then on the Senate side, there is uh, some indication, even though it has not been used. Uh, but I am and the Dot Washington Show. Uh, along with some others, we are exploring this. And if you would like to be a part of it, we're exploring the uh, constitutional constitutionality of uh, impeaching uh, senators. Uh, and so uh, we, we feel like our, our recalling senators uh, and uh, it, it only makes sense that the founders created a way because again on the house side they didn't have the the uh recall but they did shorten those terms so short so if they're not doing the will of the people uh within two years you can remedy that then on the senate side uh there 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 are some indications uh that there are recall abilities now that's been that's been tainted some because uh unfortunately we allowed the uh, the election of U.S. senators to be taken from legislators who are our representatives and boots on the ground people, uh, which would have been much easier to do uh, within the the state houses uh, and and not over a whole state uh, directly to a sitting U.S. senator. Uh, so uh, go ahead and do your research there. I'm going to do my research. <clears throat> I'm not interested in reinventing the wheel. So if somebody else already has that ball, uh, rolling. We'll, we'll roll with them. Uh, but the bottom line is this, uh, doing nothing is not an option. Uh, and, and I, I get it. I get it. The, the, the tendency is going to be to say, man, I got so much money. I got so much influence. There's nothing we can do. Um, well, if, if we do nothing, you're right. Uh, so we have to do something and we have to do what we can. Uh, I, I just tell you, I have a good friend who ran for U.S. Congress and we did not we, but but his organization did a lot of polling. We know what the polls were saying. We know that the other side knew what the polls were saying. I can't go into all of it. Ended up. uh he, he was going to win that race and if he needed this many votes to win that race by, uh, 15, 20 points, he loses by 20 points. So it's a 40 point swing. And, uh, so, you know, he could have, he could have just limped off and, and not, but that's not who he is. And so he started digging into it. And we'll be talking about it in the days and weeks to come. Uh, suffice to say that uh, doing nothing is not an option. And that's what they're counting on. They're counting on you uh, not 
fighting them. They're counting on you not putting up a fight or not resisting. So keep calling, keep writing, uh, keep writing editorials, keep listening to podcasts like Docs and others. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, continue to be vigilant, continue to work, uh, work smart, you know, uh, and hard, but work smart, then hard. Uh, don't try to reinvent things. Say, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just like we are. We, we need to come up with a way to impeach senators. Cause I read an article where, you know, you could impeach senators. Well, if there's somebody that's already done the work, uh, then don't start over just so you can be the head of it or I can be the head of it. Let's join with that person. You join your forces with my forces. We join our forces with them. That's how we're going to do this. Uh, and whether that is the wokeism, whether that is deadbeat uh, Republicans, senators, and congressmen, or whatever it may be. Uh, and so what we want to happen, because see right now, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a caricature. She is a nut job to these people. They don't understand. They don't get it. See, uh, Donald Trump was a nut, uh, but he got he got elected twice, uh, and 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 probably the most popular U.S. president in history uh, across both parties, hands down. Uh, but we have right here in Arkansas. Uh, we had these 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 delegates, like I told you, over almost a hundred of them that were refused to be seated by uh, the Republican Party because you know it, they wanted to be game uh, game as as usual. They've got their relationships with Blue Cross Blue Shield. They have their relationships with Qual Choice. They have their relationships with the racetracks and the casinos and they don't want anybody messing with that. They don't want anybody dealing with that. They've got, they've got it like they want it. Uh, and so they do, so do they on the, on the federal level. Uh, and so that's why they're going to fight president Trump. Uh, do I like Ron DeSantis? Sure. I like Ron DeSantis. I like him a lot, but, uh, listen, Donald Trump's already been president, and he proved. I, I don't know what Ron DeSantis do. Do I think Ron DeSantis will go up there and really wreak havoc? Yeah, I, I have a feeling he would, but I don't know that he would. I had a feeling that Ted Cruz would as a senator, but he didn't. I had a feeling that Tom Cotton would as a senator, but he didn't. I had a feeling that a lot of guys... Uh, I thought, well, I, I never thought Mike Pence was a, a conservative. And here's why it was because he, he allowed Medicaid expansion to his state. So when President Trump chose him, I said, man, that's a bad idea. So I'm not willing when I've got a guy like Donald Trump, if he will do it, man, I'm, I'm in for Trump. Uh, because I don't, I don't, you know, but DeSantis be as, uh, vice president, if, if, if anything, uh, and, and, you know, we'll go from there. He may be proved to be the greatest vice president in all time, or he may end up being a backstabbing, two-faced, you know, uh, lying, duplicitous Mike Pence. But time would tell. But I know what Donald Trump has proven. I'm going to tell you the first thing Donald Trump's going to do. Donald Trump's going there and wreak havoc in the administrative state. 
Um, and so it's not without hope. There is a unit party. It is Republicans and Democrats versus we the people. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something that we have two things on our side. One is all we need and we have God on our side. And that is we have truth on our side. Uh, and God is truth. God is love. The second thing we have on our side is the Constitution. Now we got to learn it. We got to know it better. But we've got every two years, we've got a shot at those congressmen. We need, we need to take our political shots. You know what I mean? And then I believe it only makes sense. I've not even researched it. I just read a couple of articles, but it certainly makes sense that the founders would have allowed, uh, or provided a way, uh, to remove senators. But I tell you something else is I think you, you create recall in uh, elections in your state. They're going to fight you on it, but I, I think you do it. You do whatever you can, whenever you can, however you can. Here's what God's promised. If you'll do what you can, he'll do what you cannot do. So there, there it is. Do what you can and he'll do what you can't. All right. Hey, hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Uh, it has been, uh, my distinct pleasure to uh been on here with you and uh i'll see you tomorrow we're going to do this again tomorrow uh we'll do episode 203 this is 202 donnie copeland signing out for uh dot washburn this is the dot washburn show and uh, you've been listening live